the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Isaiah 61. It is a beautiful, beautiful weekend. As some of you are probably noticing, yes, the handsome young voice is back. <laughs> it's I, Joseph Sutton the third, also known as Juice the Comedian. I am subbing in for my dad. It was kind of like a last-minute thing. Um, he, uh, he as I don't know if he's shared with you guys, but he has been suffering with kind of like fluid in the lungs. Nothing too serious, but it's just discomforting. So uh, me being the one without a regular job uh, <laughs> is stepping in and, and taking over the show for the day. So if you could keep you keep him in your prayers, that would be wonderful. He's actually getting the fluid drained on Monday. So um, that's going to be good for him. He's just like he doesn't like walking around or you know, doing stuff like that. So he didn't want to make the trip to the to the show. So he was like, hey, why don't I call the one son who I know is not busy during the weekdays to record? Hey, Jews, come over here and record the show. And me, being the great son that I am, came and decided to do the show, not knowing exactly what to talk about. But thank God that the connection between me and the Lord are very good. So he gave me a little word to talk about. But before I get in that, I just want to guys, keep give you guys a little update um, about what's been going on in my life. Uh, it's been a it's been a great, great summer so far. Um, for those of you, you know, the last time I was here, I was talking a little bit about um, just this opportunity that I received this year to work as the in-game host for the Twins. Um, and just to kind of give you an update on just how good God has been, I've been working there um, for about four, three, about three and a half months, working three and a half months. And it's been a, it's been a crazy experience. I've learned so much and just like the doors that God has opened for me in that opportunity has been very good. Um, and it just so happens that the twins are having one of the best seasons they've had in a long time, at least before I was born. So I'd hate to, I mean, I'm not trying to say that I'm the reason for that happening, but Hey, you know, <laughs> only one thing's changed since then in last year. Just kidding. You didn't hear me say that, <laughs> but no, it's been a blessing, man. It's been a, it's been an amazing, it's been an amazing opportunity um, to just be around good people and just kind of shining that light in a new opportunity in a new space. Um, learning a lot about myself, learning a lot to think on the fly, and I just wanted to share that beautiful news with you. So if you guys are feeling blessed about anything in your life, man, feel free to to share that with somebody because it's it's liberating. It's liberating to be able to talk someone to someone about the blessing that God has for you, even if it's just something as simple as thank God that I'm alive today. You know, really simple, really simple, really cool. You know, bills just were paid. So uh, 
you know, we're all having that rough patch and we could all use somebody to talk to. <laughs> but yeah, so um like like I was saying, it's been a beautiful journey. Um doing the comedy is going very, very well. So uh for those of you who aren't familiar with who I am or if it, maybe it's your first time tuning in, this is Isaiah sixty one and usually it's taken over by Pastor Joe who just happens to be my dad. Um but now today I'm running the show and, you know, and I have they wanted they they were saying they want a young fresh voice you know dad's getting a little old and a little rusty so they're like you know let's bring, let's spice it up a little bit let's let's get some young some young fun in here and they're like you know what I know the perfect person to call me <laughs> and so but yes comedy's been going well for those of you who don't know um comedy is my ministry I'm a Christian comic slash clean comic um and I travel the country doing comedy and um, that's been a blessing and uh, we just ended our tour. The Brotherly Love Comedy Tour. I talked about it the last time I was on the show and just how God really has been using the gifts and talents that me and my partner in crime um, to share the gift of love through laughter and just to be able to have some very, very powerful moments in the spirit through through comedy. And there's been a lot of great opportunities. And I wish I could say that it was because of me, but it's really because of God and, and the gifts that he's given me because I can't do this by myself. Everyone who knows that has a gift can't do it. By themselves, and that's one of the beautiful things um, about being in the family in the body of Christ. And so, speaking of body of Christ, because that's kind of what I want to touch on. You know, July Fourth had just passed, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but family is a big, big thing for me. I'm pretty sure my dad roasts us all the time, or he always has a story that he wants to tell about a lesson that we learned when we were children, or maybe even embarrassing stories. I don't know. If it's embarrassing about me, it's probably not true. <laughs> Just kidding. It probably is. But uh, so what one thing that we all gathered and uh, my nieces and nephews are here from Florida. And um, so it's really cool to just have kind of the whole family together and, and um, the family. Re and it was kind of like a mini family reunion, July 4th. And and one of the crazy things. So we were watching ESPN and we were watching the tennis. We were watching the tennis tournament. But after the tennis tournament was on. Something pretty insane happened. Like for the first time ever, I experienced the the hot dog eating contest, <laughs> and like this 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 hot dog, and like I I I've heard about it, and if you've never seen it, you should watch it unless you have a light stomach. Don't watch it if you have a light stomach because it's it's kind of gross, but it's intriguing to see. And I know some of y'all are like, "Where is he going with this?" Don't worry, I'm getting there. I got so much time to kill <laughs> and so i'm watching this and there's this this guy he's uh he's like he's an 11 time world champion of hot dog eating contest like this man is eating 72 hot dogs in 10 minutes now I don't, I don't know if you guys know but that is a lot of hot dogs and so before this and this guy is like introducing him and he's like gassing him up and i'm expecting you know a heavier set guy because 72 hot dogs i can't even eat that in a week so i'm like how's he eating that in 10 minutes and so he comes out and it's just this super super skinny dude and i'm just like what is happening and like he's just walking he's got his protein shaking his hand or i don't know if it was pepto-bismol i don't know what was going on but i'm like this guy is really small and long story short he was eating he ate the hot dogs and like he only he had 74. So he he holds the world record for like 76 or something. But he ate 74 that time. And I was like, "Yo, that is insane. Like how can your body process that many hot dogs 
and you still be thin. And so it really got me thinking about the body as a whole and and us as Christians, because I, I believe that God never uses metaphors on accident. There's a purpose behind every metaphor that he uses. Jesus never used his 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 stories and things. Everything had a purpose with his stories. And throughout the Bible, you hear a lot about the body of Christ or like we being one body, many members. And I was like, man, that has been a recurring thing. It's a very recurring theme in the New Testament. I'm just like, wow. But if we really take the time to realize how unique the body is, like some, that's something that we usually take for granted. It's like, oh, you know, we wake up our body, this, and you know, our body, this, we get a drink of water, we eat, we poop, we do all that stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, but the, the details in the minor details of the body is so insane. And I feel like God created us uniquely in that way, but he also created the body to reflect what we as a family of Christ should look like. And so like every, every body function, no matter where it is, no matter what it is, has a purpose. Everything, every body part is, is vital, vital to your survival. And so when I was thinking about that and I was doing a little reading and for those of you know, I've been reading through Romans um, and I came across this verse in Romans twelve four through five that says, for just as we have many members in one body and all the members do not have the same function. So we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. And like when I was thinking about that, I was like, holy cow, what does that mean? What does that mean? And so like everybody has a unique purpose. And sometimes we think that a purpose is not as big, you know, or some sometimes we think that our purpose is not as big as the next person's. But like even our small role in the church, our small role in the Christian lifestyle can be such an impactful role. And if we choose, because sometimes we get caught up and we've, we've talked about purpose so many times on this show and we get caught up in like trying to pursue somebody else's purpose. Cause maybe it seems more popular or maybe you feel like you're having more of an impact, but you don't realize when you're true, when you're pursuing somebody else's purpose, that leaves a body part that's not functioning. And so I thought of, the, I thought of the big example of a big toe, a big toe, like Bear with me. I know some of y'all are like, what the heck, a big toe? And so a big toe is a very, very vital piece of the body. We don't realize it because it's like, oh, it's a big toe. Some of our big toes are uglier than other people's big toes. But, you know, that's what they have pedicures and manicures for, right? And so if you've ever stubbed or broken your big toe, one, it's painful. But two, you realize that it's hard to walk. It's very, very hard to walk. We don't realize how important a body part is until it's not functional. You lose a big toe is vital to the balance. A big toe is vital to, yeah, like balance. Balance, yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's big is is vital to the balance. And so, I was thinking about that because I was like, man, sometimes we feel like, oh, our service to the church isn't enough. But then we try to move on into another piece of the ministry, and we're missing this vital piece, and then the whole body becomes non-functional or it doesn't become it doesn't work but one of the things that I was really talking I was talking with a friend the other day and we were talking about how um shame has really changed the way that we think and the way that we communicate in the church some people we are sometimes we're too afraid to confess our sins to one another even though the bible says confess your sins to one another so that you may be free and so we get so afraid to to confess our sins and in that in that peace 
The devil works in darkness. The devil works in confusion. The devil works in shame. And so when we're afraid to to discuss with one another our struggles, our hurts and our pains, the body can't function at its full capacity because then we begin to say, oh, I can't really do that ministry because I'm struggling with this. But I don't want to talk to anyone about it because, one, I don't want to feel judged or et cetera, et cetera. And one of the cool things that I and this is another reason why I think that God used the the body as an example so importantly is because when a piece of the body is hurting, the rest of the body adjusts to that piece that's hurting, that your body can still function until it is nurtured to 100 percent. And I think that that's one piece that we need to work on as Christians, as a church, is to be able to nurture around that piece of the body that's hurting until it is functioning 100 percent. No judgment, you know, no, no condemnation, no shame, but with love. And and we talked about love a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sure it's come up as a recurring theme in this show. And so I think we need to get back to the piece where the church is a comforting area. The church is, is, a, is a place that people can go and they can feel comfortable with sharing the things that they're going through because that way they can fully and, you know, be healed and fully be nurtured back to 100 percent. And so I. I love I love the illustration of the body and it's something that I've been kind of studying for a while. That's why it was very it was like when my dad was like, oh, I need you to do the show literally like 30 minutes ago. I was like, oh, I don't know what to talk about. But then God really put it on my heart like this is something that you've been studying. You've been studying the the body and when it comes to the Christian walk. And so I wanted to share I want to share that with you guys and um, we'll talk more about it in depth. Um as we go on, but it's just, I just want some, I just want that to kind of marinate in your souls of, of how the Christian body refers or is equal to that of the body that we walk in now. And so I think that's, um, one of the coolest things that I've learned in the last month is just that comparison of knowing like, wow, God doesn't make metaphors. God doesn't make stories or comparisons for no reason. God made the body of Christ and our bodies unique. Everybody has a different function. One of my favorite quotes from my grandma, she's probably the funniest person I've ever met in my life. She says, she loves she loves talking about the body of Christ as you can tell like this is where I get it from, but she says <laughs> she says the funniest thing. She's like not everybody can be the arms and the legs of the of Christianity. Some people have to be the butt cheeks. <laughs> now, don't I don't know what that means, but it's funny to be, and I'm just like, but some people's roles in the Christian walk, some people's roles in the church are not to be in front of masses of thousands and tens and thousands of people. Some people are called for us little people. You know, if everybody is called to the masses, every if everyone is called to the big ballers or the people who can pay thousands of dollars in tithes, who's going to reach out to those people who are in the inner city or who's going to reach out to those people that don't necessarily have it as good as other people. And so, or like, or even in the instance of everybody wants to be a pastor, somebody has to be a usher. Someone has to be a deacon. Someone has to be, you know, there's, there's roles that, that we all play and each of us have a characteristic. Each of us have a purpose and a gift that will lead us to knowing exactly what our function is in the body of Christ. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. And once we come back, we will talk more about the body of Christ. So do not, I repeat, do not 
touch that radio knob. We will be right back. This is Isaiah 61, and we will be right back after these messages. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. We're in a very important business. To quote Dr. J. Vernon McGee, our business is to get the Word of God out so that he will have something to work with in the hearts of men and women of every language. This is Steve Schwetz for Through the Bible Radio, inviting you to join us for Dr. McGee's studies through the Word of God. And you'll learn about our ministry around the world in over a hundred languages and dialects. Listen to Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee, weekday mornings at 6 on AM 980, The Mission. Oh, yeah. We are back with the Funkadelic. I like that. I like that. We are back to Isaiah 61. Thank you guys for tuning in, and hopefully you guys didn't move. Or if we have new people, welcome. This is Isaiah 61, usually hosted by Pastor Joe Sutton, who happens to be my father. But today, it's a young, good-looking voice on the radio today. You know, people say my dad has a face for radio, but uh, they say I have a face for everything. So <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that one. But we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you are just now coming in, we've been talking about the importance of the body of Christ and how that um, pertains and how the analogy of the human body pertains to the analogy of the body of Christ. Um, it's a common theme that Paul uses um, throughout the New Testament, but it's also a common theme just used in the New Testament in general. Uh, we just talked about how um, how God doesn't use analogies or stories for no reason. Each and every one of them have a purpose, and specifically speaking on the body of Christ and the importance of the body of Christ, which I think, in my opinion, is very important for today's day and age because we are going through a period the last five, six years of there's been a lot of disunity, um, a lot of, in my opinion, confusion on what's been going on in the world. And I think this is the most important time for the church to step up and be one um, and function as one body and, and uh, take care of business. So um, we've been really, really diving in on that and um, the importance of being one body, many members with many different functions. Um, each and every one of us present a gift that God has given us. And we are to grow and nurture that gift and get to know ourselves and get to know our communication with the Father and being able to apply that to the body of Christ. And so many times we and we, we talk about purpose so much because I think that is one of the most important and the foundational pieces of our Christian walk besides love is knowing exactly our calling and what we're called to do. And that way we can better serve the church and that way we can better move as one body so many times we get caught up in 
trying to be like our purpose is whatever's cool at the moment. Like I've had friends who've been like, oh, I'm going to be a comic. Then the next year they're like, oh, I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to be a basketball player. And it's just like you're bouncing around everywhere. We can't really keep up with what's going on. And so um, I think it's I think it's time where we really just we sit back and and identify who we are in Christ. And that's the first thing that we need to understand is we need to know that our identity is found in Christ. And from there, our purpose becomes clear. And so um, just going back to the body, I think that that is one of the most important functions um, to understand. And there's there's heads, there's knees and toes, you know, the song head, shoulders, knees and toes. And um, I think that we, we forget about the smaller stuff. We forget about what's the what's the liver of the Christian body, you know, <laughs> and like what what are these things that that people don't really pay much attention to, but isn't, you know, they if they're gone, things start to dysfunction. And uh, we talked about the the um, the idea of of how people are afraid to confess their sins to one another due to um, judgment or condemnation, et cetera, et cetera. And and the Bible says to confess your sins so that you may be free. Confess your sins to one another that you may be free. And uh, we want the church to be a place of restoration. We want the church to be a place of healing. And in order to do that, we have to be real with one another, real with the things that we're struggling with, real with the things that we're going through, um, and not trying to sugarcoat it to act like we got it all together. Sometimes the people with the fanciest suits got the fanciest problems. And then, so I think that's a, an important role that we need to understand is to be vulnerable with one another that we can function. And so the cool thing that I talked about um, before the break was how um, when a piece of the body is, is hurting or going through struggle or going through pain, um, the rest of the body learns how to adapt to be able to still function, but to be able to adapt to that part of the body that's hurting until it is nurtured to full health. If you guys have ever broken a body or, or I've broken a whole body, <laughs> broken a body part. Uh, you know that your body adjusts. You've, you've ever broken the leg, you got the limp. That takes the pressure off, but puts the pressure on the other leg to carry the weight until the other piece of the leg is healed enough to get back to, to putting pressure on. And so I think that is something that we need to do as, as Christians is to be able to take some of the pressure off of people who are, who are struggling at the moment so they can um, get stuff together, but also be able to be there for them. Um, one of the things that I came across before the break um, was Colossians one twenty four, And I think um, it's Paul's a little background. Paul's talking about um, work for the church and the work in the church. And he says in 24, I am glad when I suffer for you in my body, for I am participating in the sufferings of Christ that continue for his body, the church. God has given me the responsibility of serving his church by proclaiming his entire message to you. This message was kept for secret for centuries and generations past, but now it has been revealed to God's people. For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing his glory. And um, that really kind of marinated in my soul a little bit. And just showing that we all we all go through sufferings, we all go through pains, and it is important for us to be there for one another. It is important for us to um, be each other's um, body part in a way. I didn't know the word to say it, you know, 
but to just be each other's like safeguard to be each other's um, healing because the rest of the world looks at that. The rest of the world looks at how we handle each other's um, struggles, how we handle each other's trials and tribulation. And they look at that to see, because whether we believe it or not, people are, are looking for truth. People are looking for, for healing. People are looking for a source and that source comes from God. And so uh, I'm not saying that we have to have it all together because that's never going to happen though. Our whole life is revolved around being Christ-like to being, to pursuing the gifts that God has called us to be. And just knowing, just letting people know like, hey, I don't follow Christ because I got it all together. I follow Christ because I don't. And I think that's one thing that people will understand is that we all go through struggles, but we know at the end of the day, we have a father that can help us get through those if we call them and that we can all function. And so being one body is amazing. And to be able to function and to digest each other's issues, like my man who eats the hot dogs, he digests them very well. And I feel like I had to bring it back to the hot dogs because some of y'all were like, why did you tell that story in the first place? But being able to digest that and be able to function and being back to what we are. And so thank you guys for tuning in to Isaiah 61. Um, it's, it's been a pleasure as always. Who knows? I might be here next week. You never know with my dad. So um, make sure you tune in. Same place, same time. I am Joe Sutton, also known as Juice the Comedian. I am on the website at www.therealjuicesudden.com for any shows. But after that, that's all I got. Tune in next week, same time, same place. Peace.